Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn. And I'm the other of the co-hosts. Oh, I'm... are you okay, man? Can we, can we start over? We haven't done this for a few. Can we start we over? We can jump right back in. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two co-hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I am the other of the co-hosts, Abraham Lincoln, 16th President of these United States. And I gotta say, Timothy, it feels good to be back. We're boys again. Listeners, last week might have yeah. noticed it was just Abe on the podcast. Timothy uh, needed a little time on his own, and that's fine. Abe covered the politics of the week. He covered three separate stories. He talked he a, a lot about Transformers. Okay, yeah, too. but he did some research. Into Transformers? Well, into Transformers, but also into politics. Okay. I got some questions that I posed last week, and then in the meantime, I've gotten the answers. You did lie to me, though, and say that you were covering a hurricane, and instead you went to see a showing of Venom and called me from the showing of Venom. I did. Yes. So I'm back, and I'm back for a very specific reason, and that is because a friend of the podcast um, is here for, um, you know, probably her very last time because she's moving, Um, and that is... Mary Beth Smith, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's, uh, you know, it feels like I've been doing the rounds, you know? <laughs> you just gotta... you had a great Magic Tavern episode. <laughs> um, uh, Mary Beth, for uh, people who don't know, or if you're a, a new listener to the show, uh, you, for how long did you host uh, MBSing? Over five years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any intentions of completely stopping it but i have been on quite the hiatus this year because i just had a, a, a big year i got married mm-hmm. congratulations uh, thank you very much and uh as you guys you know know and have mentioned that i'm i'm on the move so it's just been uh you know a lot on my plate so i haven't of course haven't recorded as many <laughs> podcasts in that time <laughs> now you've never been on a canonical 15 minutes with lincoln episode but you have done episodes of mbsing um with abe and some of um the presidents that we have had return to the world of the living correct you're part of our cinematic podcast universe (laughs) i've always really you know appreciated that yeah every every once in a while i get a little shout out even not on the episodes i'm in that feels really like i've done something with my life yeah, you're part of this now we did an episode where you and i talked about weezer uh-huh we yep. did an episode where uh, me and thomas jefferson talked about eight mile <laughs> that's right and yep. then you did an episode with a lot of former presidents andrew jackson uh taft uh-huh. and uh oh uh, teddy roosevelt yeah talking about can't hardly can't wait hardly yeah. wait yes i uh. really thought because your show is about things that these people love i really thought those would be episodes about the law or the constitution or classical America. liberalism yeah the rule of law uh-huh. uh you know uh the state of nature the rule it's just one more thing that millennials have ruined <laughs> yeah presidential but... interests <laughs> But um, it was actually Abe's uh, idea to have you on uh, the show today as like a goodbye, Aww. and I'm, I'm so happy uh, that he recommended that. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we oh. are going to talk politics. Uh, let's get into it. Um, so uh, over the past... So uh, where, are you, where are you moving again, by the way? Oh, Los Angeles. Los Angeles, yeah, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, where, uh, that's where all the movies are made, correct? It is, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Anyway, sorry, Timothy, you can go ahead. Yeah, no problem. Um, so over the past... Um, uh, 48 hours or so, I want to talk about um, uh, the midterms and this uh, thing I've been noticing with campaign ads. Have which you, is, have I, so, have you ever written like a movie? 
Um, I haven't written a movie. No, I've written a decent amount of scripts. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Um, Do you like know anyone who has like like produces movies? <laughs> I I do know some people who work in the industry out there. Okay, like, all right, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I don't have like Kevin Feige on speed dial or anything. Like that. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Or like John Favreau. <laughs> right, right. Also yeah. a Marvel movie person. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Do you have any other entertainment questions or can we get in? No, no, no. Just I hope uh, it'd be cool if you meet Michael Bay. <laughs> it would be It would be uh, probably memorable. I, I think I'm more likely to just see him out and about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you should be ready if you see him. You should have something for him. <laughs> I don't really know if that's Oh, okay, okay. That's All not right. really up. To you, I mean, that's that's a Mary Beth thing. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. I understand. Um, Forgive me. So, uh, Republicans have started claiming that they are for covering pre-existing conditions, and that flies in the face of a lawsuit against the federal government right now uh, that is trying to essentially gut Obamacare. Uh, and so you're seeing Scott Walker, you're seeing... Um, but if you do see Michael Bay, it, you might want to have something just on hand, just so you know. Just so, you, so you just, you know, it might be good. I, I, I don't mean to impose or anything. I mean not to... to you know, I, myself into it seemed like that's where it was elements just... of which I'm unfamiliar, but I do think that uh, I don't know. Perhaps I, I would hate for you to be empty-handed in I, such a. You have a script, don't you? Oh, ah, uh, Abe. Well, I don't know. I mean, I Abe, don't do this. Wasn't prepared. I mean, you just asked if I have a script, and is uh, this why you invited? Right. Yeah, I've been dabbling a little bit, so I guess uh, I don't. This, oh my god, <laughs> this is more pages uh, than I thought it was going to be. So uh. Um, uh yeah. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, um, yeah, if you want, so, I, mean, I don't hey, know. Hey, what's this script we have in our yeah, hands? Yeah, that was my question. Oh, too. um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, this is called uh, President Metalhead, the president who can't get shot in the head. Um, is that the full title? That's, that's like kind the... of a that's kind of a meaty title there. You want to chop that down? Maybe? No, there's a there's a colon, so you can just put President Metalhead, Metalhead colon. Yeah, but I would probably, if you're like looking on the display on the FX app, yeah. it would just say President Metalhead. <laughs> right, the posters will have that on there. Yeah, it's the, but... t- it's the tagline. The president who can't get shot in the head. It's kind of like the tagline. Kind of sounds like a uh, movie where you're kind of working some stuff out, like emotionally, huh? Uh, I, no, I mean, you write what you know. So, you know, and this is something I know. Anyway, I mean, I don't mean to take over the whole podcast because it does seem this, like... It sounds exactly like that's what you're doing right, right now. All right, Timothy, could you read screen directions? Sure, and then, I'll read screen. And then you should also read for Tim. And then uh, Mary Beth Smith, if you I'm sorry, I'm reading for Tim. Yeah, you should read for Tim. Okay. And then uh, Mary Beth Smith, if you could read for Madam Secretary. And then if you guys want to alternate every other character that's kind of, um, that's not, I didn't list there. I the, take it you're President Metalhead? And then I'll be President Metalhead. Okay. Yeah. And then Timothy, when a new character is uh, starts speaking for the first time, could you make sure to introduce them so the, the listeners know that it's a new character? And if you guys want to add like a new voice or like a maybe a physicality of some kind, a physical, a physicality. Yeah, if, if you change your spine, it kind of changes your perspective a little bit. I mean, I just something. Can we just can we do this? Yeah, of course. Can of we course. just fucking read this? No, thing? no, it's okay. I think this will. Yeah, and then we'll get back to campaign campaign finance. Shut up. <clears throat> okay. Interior Middle Eastern underground cave layer night. The evil confetic confeticons have taken a hundred American peacekeepers hostage. This is the character of Stone Scream. Megazod, I thought you said we'd have enough infinity cubes to forge our confederacy by now. Megazod. <clears throat> shut, shut, shut it, Stone Scream. 
It's only a matter of time before our demands are met. Megatron... I should say Megazod. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Menacingly approaches the hostages who are tied to a cave wall. You know how sentimental those pathetic humans can be. Megazod roundhouse kicks one of the hostages. He dies. The remaining hostages scream. Quiet, or I'll karate you as well. An explosion as the cave collapses. Just then, American forces rush in to free the hostages. Stone Scream is shot and killed by Zero Dark Thirty Navy SEALs. The rest of the evil Confeticons are sprayed with laser fire from Independence Day resurgent Space Marines. Realizing he's been thwarted, Megazod takes aim at the fleeing diplomats to enact petty vengeance on the innocent Americans. Just then, President Metalhead, 36, jacked and tan, wearing a very fashionable stovepipe top hat, tall but not in a Marfans sort of way. What is Marfans? It's a genetic oh abnormality that causes someone to continue to grow in their, their limbs. Something that, yeah, I think I'm getting it. Bursts through the cave roof and deflects Megazod's laser shot with his large axe. Not so fast, Megazod. The ricochet knocks Megazod's gun to the ground. No. A collapsing rock falls on Megazod, pinning him to the ground. President Metalhead approaches with the full swagger of second-term president. <laughs> Please, Mr. President, show mercy. President Metalhead raises his axe. No, at least let me stand trial. Sorry, Megazod. Oh, this is in parentheses, rapping. Sorry, Megazod. I already suspended habeas corpus, so I could expend your habeas corp corpse ass. Let me do it again. Sorry, Megazod. Oh, do you want to beat her or anything? No. Okay. This is an edit point. Sorry, Megazod. I already suspended habeas corpus, so I could expend your habeas corpse ass. President Metalhead lowers his axe, decapitating Megazod. With the deed done, President Metalhead whistles and his trusty pod racer... His trusty pod racer approaches. He hops in and flies out of the cave before it collapses. Exterior, cave exterior night. The Navy SEALs and Space Marines wait for the President outside the cave. President Metalhead approaches. Navy SEAL guy from Guardians of the Galaxy. You're late. I'm not late. Just early for the next beatdown. All the troops laugh and cheer for their badass commander-in-chief. Yeah. Are the hostages aboard Air Force One Billion? Aye, aye, sir. Then what are we waiting for? President Metalhead and the hero troops climb aboard Air Force One Billion. Exterior, airspace above Earth, night. As it flies through the desert night sky, Air Force One Billion transforms into a giant silver samurai robot. Except instead of a store, uh, instead of a sword, the robot is swinging a large axe. And instead of a little samurai hat thing, ours sports a fashionable stove top, stovepipe top hat. Plus, the robot is very tall, but not in a Marfan sort of it way. It makes, like, the connective tissues between your bones weaker, and also <laughs> you have lower muscle mass. The robot flies through the air and up into subspace. It zooms into the camera as the opening credits roll. Opening credits, President Metalhead, the president who can't get shot in the head. Written by President Abraham Lincoln, 16th president, president of these United States, and Timothy Robert Dunn, podcaster. Hold on. A couple of things. I did not write this. Yeah, I know, but you, you'll probably give notes and feedback, and so I'm, I'm just anticipating. You got me there. Uh, exterior, welcome home ceremony, White House lawn day. Thousands of well-wishers gather on the White House lawn as the president and his cabinet hold a welcome home ceremony, ceremony for the American peacekeepers. Madam Secretary. 
So, as I conclude my remarks, please join me in welcoming to the stage the man responsible for rescuing our brave American peacekeepers, our President of these United States. The crowd cheers. <clears throat> President Metalhead makes his way from his seat to the front of the stage. He stops to shake hands with members of Congress along the way. Republican lawmaker. Great work, Mr. President. Democrat lawmaker. Great work, Mr. President. Thank you, Senators. Hey, I guess that's one thing we can finally agree on. You can say that again. As the crowd chants, USA, President Metalhead stops to greet one more person on his way up to the podium. Tim Dunn. You did it, Mr. President. Thank you, Tim. I'm so glad you didn't take my wimpy advice and negotiate with those terrorists. Hey, don't be so hard on yourself, Tim. Sometimes you just gotta trust your gut. Ha! <laughs> yeah, by the way, I can totally see why my ex-girlfriend was the one who kissed you and not the other way around. What the fuck? No, I'm not, no, I'm not pausing. I'm not reading these stage directions. Don't put that in the script and make me read it. Okay, we'll talk about it for the next draft. The next draft? Yeah, I mean, this is why I put your name on the script, because I was open to suggestions and revision. Write what you know, Timothy. That's what you said. How much do you pull, you're supposed to pull from your life? Ha! Yeah, by the way, I can totally see why my ex-girlfriend was the one who kissed you and not the other way around. Yeah, okay. President Metalhead reaches the podium. Thank you, Madam Secretary. You're welcome, Mr. President. And I gotta say, it's pretty woke of you to have a female secretary. Wait, is she like a secretary secretary? Or like a secretary is in part of your cabinet? Thank you, Madam Secretary. Please go fax something for me. Yes, Mr. President. Well, still not clear. The President reaches the podium and addresses the crowd. Fellow countrymen, we find ourselves in an occasion most rare in these trying days. One in which we are able to celebrate. As you all know all too well, we have spent the past four years locked in conflict with the evil aliens who have tried to steal our infinity cubes, harvest our planet's core, and exterminate humankind so they can terraform our planet into their confederacy of evil. Yet in this long night we find ourselves engaged in, we now may findeth another blessing, a blessing even rarer than that of celebration, that of hope. Hope that the tide of this mighty struggle may have, at long last, with this victory, turned. Crowd cheers loudly for our hero. Yay! So as a wise man once said, Fondly do we hope, fervently do we pray, that this mighty scourge of war may speedily pass away. The president's amazing speech fades away as in the foreground the briefcases of the lawmakers start to quake ominously. Just then, the madam secretary figures out what is going on. Oh no! Quick! Everyone evic- The secretary is cut off as the briefcases transform into confeticons. The confeticons begin to fire on the innocent Americans in the crowd. The space marines return fire. Chaos rings out as the cowardly lawmakers take shelter behind their chairs and their Secret Service details. Meanwhile, President Metalhead charges into the fray and approaches an American rifleman. Hand me your sidearm. Sir? That's an order. President Metalhead takes the rifle. He aims... He takes aim at, uh, on the Confeticons across the stage. He takes out Confeticon after Confeticon, but they just keep coming. <laughs> transforming from briefcases, backpacks, cell phones, like the shysters they are. Confeticon scum. The Navy SEALs bravely see through throngs in the crowd to say, no. see the throngs in the... Don't... Hey. Okay. Okay. You got it. The Navy SEALs bravely see the throngs in the crowd to safety. President Metalhead charges into the Confeticon line and takes them out using sophisticated, badass gun kata. For people unaware, do you just want to explain what gun kata is? Gun kata is a martial art where you use your gun as a weapon to strike and as well as to shoot people. 
Where would they have seen Gunkata? Uh, well, I think in the Old Boy remake with Thanos, that's okay. pretty good. All right. And then also, uh, uh, John Wick Two. That's another good place. Okay. Kingsman. Oh yeah, Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah, Kingsman. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tim Dunn is crumpled under the podium, drawing a nudie book to cope with his anxiety. <laughs> Mr. President. Madam Secretary points to a big fat guy running into the White House with a bag from Taco Bell. He has terrible skin and clearly lives at home. <laughs> Cover me. Madam Secretary shoots a ton of confeticons so President Metalhead can run into the White House. Interior White House day. The White House is in complete disarray. Wires dangle from the ceiling, water springs down from exposed pipes, and the lights flash on and off. President Metalhead follows a trail of Doritos down a hallway. He hears a voice. Unseen voice. An overrated president in my opinion. Actually, that's had very bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. An overrated president, in my opinion. Show yourself. President Metalhead continues to creep around the White House. To the victor go the spoils, and the history is written by victors. Come out, and fight me like a man. President Metalhead approaches a supply closet. But that doesn't make them right. President Metalhead kicks in the supply closet door. No one is in the closet, but the president spots a makeshift terminal plugged into the White House network. Its screen reads... Hacking all American data. 89%, 90%, 91%. President Metalhead turns around and sees where the voice is coming from. The disgusting and fat Dutch Jimbo, leader of the Confeticons. Dutch Jimbo. I knew you were... Hold on real quick. Do we just want to clarify who Dutch Jimbo is? That's someone who, who left us a two-star review on our oh, iTunes review. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And Abe demanded we dedicate an entire episode to burning him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... This is Okay, let's keep going. Okay. Right. Dutch Jimbo, I knew you were behind this Confeticon attack. Oh, how I've dreamed of this metalhead. Dutch Jimbo and President Metalhead square off, pointing lasers at each other. All of a sudden, President Metalhead shoots the laser out of Dutch Jimbo's hand. Arm! I will crush you with my bare hands. Dutch Jimbo charges at President Metalhead. Oh, Wait. sorry, you were t- uh, you tossed his your laser yeah, to the okay. ground. Dutch Jimbo charges at President Metalhead, who hip-tosses him to the ground using an advanced Brazilian jiu-jitsu move. You tyrant! Terrorist! The two continue to square off. President Metalhead uses a bunch of cool martial arts, running circles around Dutch Jimbo. But Dutch Jimbo is so fat that they have little effect on him. Plus, Dutch Jimbo just leans on President Metalhead whenever he can, really wearing him. Finally, the president kicks Dutch Jimbo across the room and he falls into a pile. President Metalhead spots his axe mounted to the White House wall. He approaches it. Time to finish this. Dutch Jimbo sees that Abe has kicked him near a laser gun. Unbeknownst to our honest president, Dutch Jimbo reaches for the laser. You know, Metalhead, we're not so different to you and I. Tim Dunn bursts into the White House with his nudie books. (laughs) Mr. President, can you explain again how to draw female genitalia? Tim Dunn sees Dutch Jimbo reaching for the gun. Look out, Mr. President! Dutch Jimbo grabs the gun and Tim in one fell swoop, holding, uh, and Tim in one fell swoop, holding Tim hostage. Not so fast, metalhead. Out of the way, Tim. Mr. President, I'm so sorry. Drop the axe or the pervert gets it. President, it's not you. President Metalhead slowly sets his axe down. Good. Dutch Jimbo throws Tim down. Dutch Jimbo lowers the laser and approaches the president. 
You know, I'm no racist. Which that is an exact quote from Dutch Jimbo's review. Yikes! President okay. Metalhead sees the computer terminal screen, which reads 95%, 96%. Uh, Dutch Jimbo points a gun to the president's head. I'm just a fan of history. President Metalhead sees the terminal screen and knows what he has to do. And you know what they say about history? I do. Those who fail to learn from it. President Metalhead reaches for his axe. Dutch Jimbo jumps, thinking he's going to make a move on him, but the president throws his axe perfectly into the terminal screen. In the same swoop, Dutch Jimbo pulls the trigger and shoots President Metalhead in the head. Are doomed to repeat it. The president falls to the ground as he sees the terminal read, 98%, 99%, cancel. No! That's me, Tim. Fade to black as Dutch Jimbo runs off, fatly. Come on. Interior, Abraham Lincoln Memorial Hospital. President Metalhead lays stretched out on a hospital table, surrounded by his cabinet, his friends, and his four living sons. Ooh, living is, uh, <laughs> living is both bold and underlined. Yeah, so maybe stress it for emphasis. Yeah, uh, and his four living sons. His heart monitor beeps weakly as he holds a weeping Tim Dunn's hand. Am I, okay, I'm supposed to be crying. Yeah, let's see what you can get there. That's good. Mr. President, please don't go. Medical droid. I fear the wounds are fatal. <clears throat> that really choked me up, Tim. It seemed like you really missed... read Read the goddamn script, okay? Do not grieve. Soon. Why are you doing a different voice? It's you. This is you. It's a different voice from the different voice that Do not grieve. Soon. I shall be one. I'm getting choked up. Do not grieve. Soon. I shall be one with the Matrix. Mr. President, you can't die. Madam Secretary, it is to you now. I pass the talisman of leadership. But, that should say Metalhead. Oh, but Metalhead, I'm just a soldier. I'm not worthy. Nor was I. But one day, a Union soldier will rise from our ranks and use the power from the talisman to light our darkest hour. Until then. Until all are one. President Metalhead dies. Timothy places President Metalhead's hat on him. Everyone flies out of the room except for Madam Secretary and Timothy. A moment of... Oh, files, not flies out of the room. Yeah, that should say files. Oh, my bad. Everyone files out of the room except for Madam Secretary and Timothy. A moment of silence. We have to bring No, give it a moment. Give it a moment of silence. All right, okay. We have to bring him back. What did you say? There's a reanimation pool on the Confeticon ship. Uh, what? No! Face it, we'll never win this war without him. We need all the help we can get. This is madness! Okay, now I'm seeing directions that say, like 300? Yeah, okay. Yeah, like the movie. <clears throat> madness? This is America! But will he be the same? Will he even be him? We'll regenerate his cells using the Confeticon tech healing his body and preserving his mind. Then we'll reinforce his very fashionable stovepipe hat with vibranium metal. Then we'll fuse that hat to his skull, making him President Metalhead, the president that can't get shot in the head. So no, he won't be the same. Timothy looks into camera. He'll be better. 
blackout. Uh, and then I'm seeing Tim plug our new oh, Patreon don't, don't, page. Don't read that yet. Don't read that. Tim <coughs> plug our new Patreon. That's page. all we have for now. But I was going to say, if uh, people are interested in hearing more, I mean, just we could set up a Patreon page, and then if they want, then we could send them, you know, like maybe ten pages a month of the screenplay. Uh huh. If, if if you yeah, I was yeah. going to talk about it with you. Yeah. Anyway, Mary Beth Smith, um, I have a couple edits to make. I, I put Megatron and Optimus Prime there a couple times, but I think yeah. if you. Uh, if you want to show this to Michael Bay, when you see him, like when you see him at the gym or you know, uh, at the at the at the bar in Los Angeles, you know. Um, I don't think I can do that. Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird to have to show someone someone else's work. Right. Uh, I should probably carry my own water in this respect. Yeah, if you ever wanted to visit, um, uh, I'll try. I'll try to get a meeting set up. Okay, for okay, you. that's good. That's good. Um, but also, I'm, I'm honestly impressed with how well this is structured. I just think Okay, that, okay, but get to it. Get to the feedback. I think if you... She's if doing you, a compliment sandwich, sandwich right. to you right now. Okay, okay. Yeah. If you really wanted to be serious about this, you probably shouldn't reference as many other films in your yeah. script. It's an intellectual property nightmare. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, like... But like, uh, well, it's weird about it is like so, Ready Player One was like all yeah, but that's yeah, very different. I saw that coming. Well, uh, what if this is like in the same universe as those? Those okay. Well, I can probably so like it's in the Ready Player One universe then. No, it's in like the universe of Zero Dark Thirty and the Transformers movies. Right, those aren't in the same universe. Oh, so you understand that, right? That's oh, okay, yeah. One Zero was sort of a gritty international thriller, and one was uh, what a was robot. Just like... Zero Dark Thirty is also based on true events. <laughs> well, this and... is based on true events, in case you didn't notice. <sighs> it's also a little... Mm, I gotta come up with another compliment for after this, but it's also a little, like... I guess I don't really understand what President Metalhead's real, you know origin story is was he already yeah. president metalhead before mm-hmm. he got shot in the head and then after that he becomes president metalhead the president who shan't get, can't get shot in the head is oh, that yeah. the idea? Oh, oh okay i need to clarify that so before okay yeah i can clarify that yeah so, so i'll change know. his name so he's not president metalhead to start he's like something else i also i just think it's weird to include dutch jimbo in your screenplay i just feel like this is a man who listened to our podcast gave us two stars which is like it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not great. Two but... out of five ain't bad. Yeah, maybe next time we you, we can like a maybe read one of your screenplays, Timothy. I don't know. I don't have a screenplay. I, I oh, just... okay, then I see. <sighs> I'm sorry. Um, like I said, really well structured. Yes, yeah, entertaining. Um, honestly, not that far off from the kinds of things that Michael Bay produces. So I think it just needs you know a couple more couple passes. drafts, couple drafts. Yeah, I gotta make the metalhead thing clearer. I think that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna. There do are that. other. Did his bigger last name just yeah. happen to be Metalhead before he yeah, got shot? Yeah, we should. Shot. We should maybe clarify that. Um, did you, did you wanna like say goodbye and celebrate Mary Beth Smith, or was it mostly the script? I don't know. Oh, your dog is kind of whining a lot, so maybe we should. Maybe Let's we should, call it there. Um, we should probably wrap up because your dog is upset. Yeah. Mary Beth Smith, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. I thought we were going to get a little deeper into news, but I'm glad you could be here for this and that you could um, read this script. Um, Does it make sense that Dutch Jimbo's like the big bad guy and that at the beginning Megazod is just like, you know, like a throwaway? 
think that's pretty common for these okay. kind of okay. action yeah. hero things at this point. All right. yeah. That was one thing I was worried about, because I really like the name Megazod, and I was like, mm. oh, I should just use that. Are you, uh, just the Patreon thing one more time, are you oh, planning yeah. to set up a Patreon for me and you and we do this in separate episodes? What do you think? N- no. Okay. Um, Mary Beth, how, where can people follow you online or uh, check out your stuff? Uh, my Twitter is at the token ginger. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say most recently the project that I worked on that I'm really excited for people to listen to is called Batman at Bat. I hear that's great. And you can find it literally at batmanatbat.com or the Nerdlogs website. I'm going to, like I said, keep up MBSing as much as possible with the a new crop of L.A. guests. So, you know, maybe when I see Michael Bay at the gym or the bar, oh, that's awesome. I see if he wants to, to, you know, let me pick his brain about something he really loves. I, that's more, I think that's about as realistic as I could get, uh, Abe. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Hey, uh, but what about other things? To, aren't, don't you do the probe? Did you talk about the probe? <laughs> yeah. We are still in the process of starting to release the second season of the probe. So look out for that soon, too. And if you never listened to the first season, you got to check, check that, that out. out. But the second season has someone who's a part of the cast. I would say both seasons have one cast member who is really great. <laughs> hey. I'll be that vague about it. <laughs> I, uh, also, uh, Batman at the Bat. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, uh, it's like about Batman and, and the Justice League. Yeah, playing baseball against written uh, by uh, Stephen Winchell and uh, Chris Geiger and Sean Rose. Sean Rose. That's yeah, right. but that's not that much different than my screenplay because it uses existing things. Mm. I, I would say it's different in that you're trying to get a movie made. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like you're just going to run into really serious intellectual property issues. Right. So mm. we kind of try, or they, I guess, should say, uh, try to protect that under parody law. Yeah. So if you ever... Parody law. If okay. you wanted to make this like a hard parody script... But yeah, there you go. That's maybe something you should consider. All right, right. That, yeah. we, like, you could do, like, the FX <laughs> app of scary movies. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Scary movie, but except... X FX movies. Interesting. You thought this movie was scary? No, 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 uh, not really. I'm talking about like a parody. There's a parody. You know, why don't we call scary it a scary movie? movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. Wait, you know what? Why don't we take this offline and do like another hour or two of like a talk back <laughs> feedback, and then you know, I got some cheese. We haven't really asked Mary about some she's crackers. doing tonight. Yeah, How busy I got, she is. I have like oh okay nice improv show here. And oh stuff like oh, that. that's awesome. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, so like let's do like just a quick eighty minutes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. If you're out in L.A. and you're a kind person, uh, invite uh, Mary Beth Smith to come see your show or something. Oh, did I, was that a bad no, idea for I, me to that's, say? That's, that's you know, Just don't I'll give get her like a, a year of, <laughs> of actually attending shows in under my belt. So yeah, send them along. <laughs> Have her come see your late night, weeknight improv shows. All of them. Send her invites out in L.A. Those are the ones I want especially. Uh, folks, we'll see you next time here on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.